Hello, and welcome to the Raise Waves podcast. I am your host, Raylene. Just sit back and ride the wave. So then me and, and Dick, we started uh, trying out some different people to make a band, which... Eventually became Mantis. Mantis. Not Atlantis. But no. Mantis. 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 That was uh, with me and Dick and Doug Freeman and Tim and Scott. Alright. And we started played the summer of 85 and uh hey, well how did you meet Tim and Scotty uh actually it was uh Atila when we were trying out singers for uh for syndicate after Rob died yeah he used to sell business machines, and he had sold a cash register to Tim's dad, who worked at the liquor store. Oh, okay. And uh, Tim's dad asked him how the band was going, and he said, well, my brother died, we're looking for a new lead singer, and he said, oh, my son's a good, great singer, you should give him a call. Tim's dad's name is Tim? Tim's dad. No, his name was Ben. <laughs> okay. And he came to practice with the name written down, Tim Carter. And uh, I said, what are you, crazy? Everybody's going to say their son is great. Yeah. How old is this kid? 19 years old? Who said that, Tila? I said that to Oh, you said that. Me too. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> I'm not even going to call. But I saved the number just in case. Okay. That's funny. And then I phoned Dick Balls. So that Dick Balls came up. So then when we were putting together Mantis, yeah. his name came up again. And uh, so we I gave him a call and he said no. I gave him a call again. Tim. Said no. Really? Yeah. And he said no, he had a band, they were called Mad Hatter. Tim had a bell already? Well, it was kind of like their first public appearance was coming up, so they rented some lights off me, so I went and watched. Oh. And uh, he was quite good. So I called him one more time, three strikes are out. Yeah. And he said, well, the Mad Hatter just broke up, but my friend, I was going to get in a band with him, and he just bought keyboards. That was Scotty. All right. And awesome. I said, well, bring him along. We could use a keyboard player. 
And Scott, of course, played both guitar and keyboards. Yeah. So that was good. So we started Mantis uh, with Dick and Doug, Doug Freeman on bass, Dick, Scott, Tim singing lead, me doing backups. Well, actually, Scott was doing backups. It was just Tim and Dick, mostly Dick. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. We were doing heavy stuff like Scorpions and Motley Crue and Van Halen and and then right. top 40 stuff like Honeymoon Sweet. Romantis? Yeah, Platinum Blonde. Uh, that kind of stuff. Wow. Brian Adams. That's a shift. ZZ oh, okay. Top. Yeah. And the band started and was a big success. But uh, we just barely played like two months and. A road band came in and saw us and offered Dick a job. Oh no. And that was he that. He was gone. He was gone. Because that was probably his dream too. And Doug got offered a job with the reorganized Atlantis. Atlantis. Oh. So he was gone too. So I just have me and Tim and Scott. All so right. I had the two rookies. I didn't know what to do. Wait, got foundation. So that's what I thought. So then I thought about it and I uh, actually asked Wally if he wanted to. But he wanted to be more like uh, Beatles and that kind of thing, and, and they they wanted to be more. They were more heavy metal kind of guys. Yeah. Kiss and all that stuff. <laughs> so I said, okay, maybe we got to go and talk to Randy and Maggie because we need a bass player. We need a strong lead singer. So you didn't want Tim to be the singer. He was a backup singer, but not. He was like number two. Oh. I thought for the first couple of months he was lead. He was what? He was lead for the first couple of months. When you no, he was number two. Dick stuff? was number one. Oh. Yeah. But then he ran away with this road band. Yeah. Right. So then we got uh, Tim and, and uh, Maggie. And... Sorry, not Tim and Maggie. Randy and Maggie. Yeah. Tim's already there. And it started out pretty good because we had like, uh, you know, four people singing. Yeah. Five people singing. I was singing too. Okay. We should just go home. I don't know what to get you. How far away are we from home? Half an hour. Oh yeah. Okay, we just go home. Hey, uh, Unfortunately, we're into the van for about three or four months, and uh, Randy and Maggie broke up, so it was kind of like... Oh, sheesh. Well, there's the problem again. That's right. Somebody's dating in the van. So, anyhow. So, then the band didn't stay well, together. 
No, the band stayed together. We had to let Brandy go. Oh, okay. Maybe we got Mick. Ah, there we go. Kuzminski. Where did he come from? I just knew him. From your childhood? Are you saying like not really? Kinda. He was. He was like I knew. Okay. Helen and Mary were Auntie Jenny's uh, neighbor. Oh, okay. And Helen was in a band. And sure. Not Helen from Syndicate. Another Helen. Okay. Helena. Oh. Anyhow. <laughs> so I knew him. And I called him up, and he came in, and the band was pretty good. He was a good singer too. Then he said he was on base. He was on base. Mick. Yeah. But then he got a chance to join Heartbeat and go on the road. Oh, sheesh. So that's what he did. Oh, everybody's going on the road. Yeah. Okay. So, anyhow, we had that same old bass player problem. Yeah. We had a few different bass players. So Freeman came back for a, for a few years. That was probably the strongest the band was. Was uh, when we had Doug Freeman back, Maggie, oh. Tim, Scott, Freeman. Are you still Mantis? Yeah. The band went for like from '85 to basically the end of '89. Oh really? And we were doing all those bars and cabarets. Just a few little out-of-town things, but, you know, we'd come home at night. It wasn't more than an hour away. And did you, did you manage to stay heavy, heavier with the music? Uh, no, we started becoming more top 40 just because... Okay, yeah. It's more appealing, probably. Uh, well, the, the music... Uh, scene was changing, just like when it changed from rock to disco. Yeah. Disco to punk. Mm-hmm. Punk to the new wave. And then heavy metal. And then back to more poppy. Huey Lewis. So we're doing like Huey Lewis. I was sweet. That kind of stuff. Anyhow, Maggie was, uh, she's going into all these country contests. Oh no. So she wanted to, uh, go her own way. So she... Be a country singer? Yeah. She figured if she's going to win all these, like, Calgary Stampede contests, all these things, it was oh, her, her ticket to the big time. Oh, sheesh. So she quit. It's okay. And uh, that was it for Mantis. Yeah, because now it's just you, Tim and Scott again. That's right. The band and the name went on, but the lineup changed. Yeah. So what was that? Lentis was seven, Harmony was eight, Flux was nine, Syndicate was ten. 
That's 10 bands in 10 years. From 74 to 84. You were jumping more bands at the beginning, though. Yeah. That's the way it was started, in the 70s. You started staying longer. So, uh, Syndicate 84, Mantis 85 to 89, and then the Peace Dogs. So what happened was, Maggie quit uh, Mantis, and so we decided to just uh, rework the band, so what we did is I called called up Mick, and then Tim took over as lead. So up until then, he was never the lead singer. He sang some songs, but he was not the lead singer. So at the end of 89, basically the beginning of 90, is when we, Peace Talks started. Okay, change the name. Peace Talks, yeah. Mantis and Peace Dogs. So it's you, Mick. That's 11. Yeah. You, Mick, Mick. Tim, Scotty. Tim, Scotty. Yeah. Right. Kind of like the foundation of what? The Chevelles are. Right. Mick was the bass player. Yes. Yeah. Then Mick moved away. Well, I I met Mama and quit. You quit? Yes. Again. Third band, I quit. Vendetta, I quit. The Plugs, I quit. And, uh, the Peace Dogs, I quit. So how long were you with the Peace Dogs? Just two years. Just like top 40 rock? I said, I'm tired of just doing a top 40 band. We need to be different. Yeah. Everybody's a top 40 band. There's Heartbeat and Mantis. And yeah. There's a whole bunch of bands well, around town. Like, and they're all playing the same songs. Well, you've been doing it for White years Knight. now. Yeah. You're getting so many bands. It's always, you always end up being in the top 40, yeah. Well, you have to have a certain degree of new material that was the thing that brought the people out but I said let's do something different let's do Hendrix and the Stones and all this the Beatles and, uh, and Led Zeppelin Led Zeppelin U2 Cream Eric Clapton. Nice. I like it. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So that's what we did. We dressed retro and called ourselves the Peace Dogs and had little peace sign pins. Yeah. And it took off and it was really good. So they all agreed with you. For a little while. But all the time, whenever I was putting a band together or whatever, it used to be what we call a democracy. Democracy. 
So we'd have song picking sessions and everybody would bring their choices. Yeah, it's always so hard to decide on songs. And then that's what we'd go with. Somebody has to put the foot down. And so you'd also hold, you'd get like the wrong song or you spend a bunch of time doing something and then it just doesn't go over. Yeah. But I was theming it because it was before retro was a word. Because I was picking classic rock. Before classic rock was a word. Because back then it was just rock. Just rock. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to pick classic rock songs. So we were doing old Aerosmith songs from the 70s. Okay. Rolling Stones from the oh, 60s. Nice. And you're... And what year is it now? Like 85? 89. 89. Okay, yeah. Changing millenniums or uh, decades again. Yeah. So anyhow, the band uh, seemed to be doing pretty good, but I'd also met uh, Mama, and uh, I was going out with her, and I wasn't keen on playing in the bar anymore, or being in that scene. Really? Wow. So... So you just... I was... You take a break from the... Well, no, I was going to practice and I said this is what we need to learn and uh, it was Mick and Tim. Scott's always... Easy going? Yeah, he, he just... He's neutral. Yeah. He's like Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. So Tim and, and Mike, like we had learned some new Kim Mitchell songs and that. They were going over pretty good. I brought some old stuff. So this is what we need to learn. And ah, we want to learn more new stuff. And I said, well, I thought we were going to be, you know, a classic rock band. We never said that. We weren't going to do that. Okay. I thought about it and thought, I don't want to wake up six months down the road and be unhappy. Yeah. So I better step out now. That's good. So this drummer that uh, was friends with Tim and Scott for years, he just happened to come in off the road. So I called up Dave Mills says, hey, I'm going to leave the Peace Talks. Do you want to step in? Sheesh. Well, that's the first time that you've found a replacement for yourself. You know, we just yes. leave. I just normally like yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So, he stepped in and they went on. I got them gigs for a couple months and then they were oh, on their sheesh, own. Sheesh, really? Yeah. Look at you go. Yeah. Whoa. So I left the Peace Dogs after two years and yeah. 91 when I got married and uh, joined Maggie had joined a band called Joyride that was a variety band like Harmony oh okay so I joined that band and it was just you know a couple times a month 
Wait, so then how long were you off? Were you not in a band for between the Peace Dogs and... Oh, right. The next weekend I was playing with Joyride. Wow. Yeah, that's so wild how fast you jump between all the bands. <laughs> like, sheesh. They wanted a good tour. Holy, I can't believe this. Why? Like, how fast you can transition from each band. It's like, you know what? I don't like this band. No, it's not that. It's that somebody opportunity else. knocks yeah. and it's you stay where you are or do you open the new door and close the old door. Yeah, okay, yeah. I see, yeah. Okay. So the new band was doing corporate stuff again. Corporate? You know, Christmas parties. Or oh, great, yeah. Weddings. Weddings, retirement parties. Great. Not the bar. Yeah. But I thought you were kind of done with the bar scene. So I was. That's why I joined that. Oh, okay. Well, good. And it was easy. Yeah. Just walked in, didn't have to practice. They were all blown away. They were all so happy to get me. <laughs> I had to let their own drum, old drummer go, but whatever.
Maggie had to move to Calgary to finish her school, so she'd come down on the weekends, but it was kind of complicated. And then Lori, he transferred with Telus to Calgary. Okay. So we got Dan Lynn. I think we got Dan Lynn and Dick Bowles. like that but it was just coming apart at the seams so I just decided to uh, like the Lori was kind of like the leader and they weren't getting it together well because he moved away and whatever so there, there was no gigs happening we we're playing like once every two months that's this guy from the sword I started a new band. Maggie moved back from Calgary. Started a band called Time and Again. Oh, with, we're, with we're, the people left in Joyride? Or no, you we left got, that? I got, uh, Maggie came back with me, and then I got uh, Trevor Kunkel from the Kunkel Brothers. <laughs> okay. He's from the Great Canadian Bar Dance. Oh, really? That's him. Okay. That's where he is now. Huh. And, uh... Bob Stedman, who I met at Cadets. Oh, wow. So I was Way back teaching then. the band. No, I was went back to teaching the band. I taught the cadet band from, uh, I think it was like 1989, so when Mathis finished, yeah. until I had the heart attack in 1997. So. And in that point in time, I met the Bob. So I got Bob, Maggie, Trevor, we made a band called Time and Again. And we were kind of like Joyride, so we kind of picked up on those gigs that were available now that there was no more joyride. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But so, we were like a variety country rock band. That was that's okay. Yeah. That's what was selling. So we were doing Shania Twain, Martina McBride, and yeah. Mary Chapin Carpenter, all these country girls, oh, Terry sure. Clark. For weddings and such, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And you're okay with that? At the time, I didn't want to play in the bar. I didn't yeah, wanna... okay. Just having a family. Sure. All that stuff. And then, uh, so now we're at like 1997. And, uh, Trevor's dad bought the, the barn, and he had this great idea about the great Canadian barn dance, what they were going to do, so he wanted Trevor to quit the band and move out to Glenwood. So he did. So he did. So that was it for time and again. So in the meanwhile, I'd been always talking with Tim. Oh, okay. 
because they were in the peace talks, but they were hardly playing too. Oh, sheesh. He said it looked good though. Well, oh, got... I, they started out okay, but then they went to doing all this original stuff. Oh. And then they weren't getting any gigs anymore. Oh, no. But also their uh, drummer moved to Calgary, so that made it more complicated. Oh, sheesh. Well, they had the peace dog, but they were basically done. Yeah. 
so they joined up back up with me. And we started the Beaumonts. Beaumonts! 98! Classic rock and um, lost classics. So we're doing stuff like uh, Bad Finger, no matter what. Uh, Fog Hot, Fog Hot, My Babe. Just oh, stuff yeah. that uh, you don't hear, yeah. but when you hear it, it takes you back. Because my target audience was like people 50 to 60. Wow. So for a long time then, since 98, yeah. have to be like, nope, this is the, this is the demographic we got to target, yeah. and it shot off. But then what we found was that targeting that demographic, those people that were empty nesters, if they listen to music at home, their kids grew up on CCR and the Beatles and the Stones. Right. So then they all come out together. Yeah. That's great. So that was good. It's good for the band. So we went along and. And you're just playing Lethbridge now because you have family now. Back right? then, yeah, we're just Lethbridge and around. Really traveling. No traveling really. It's just it was just mainly like leverage. Well it seems like you're getting lots of gigs with all ones. Right? Yeah, but we were we were, you know playing Pitcher Creek and Leo's, that was the bar there. Damn. Claire's home bar. So but when we first started, I was picking up a few gigs from uh, contacts I had from time and again days. So we played for the, the police Christmas party and Tim got Costco and that kind of thing. Okay. Because we were getting that 
wide audience. We're, we're basically drawing from 25 to 65. Yeah. And Bob was, he was pretty good at the CCR and the, the old stuff. But the new stuff, the tragically hip and that kind of thing, he didn't quite have a feel for it. Oh. So Tim was, wanted me to... Kick him out? Find somebody else. Fire him? Yes. <laughs> so? It's always the bass player. Yeah. And that's what we did. Like your first poster too, right? And 
picture of the band was with a Chevelle. As the Chevelle. Right? Yeah. It was like your first band photo. Well, professional, I guess. Because I'm sure you had other band photos. Yeah. So since 2001, you were the Chevelles. But really, you were like playing the same kind of music and like getting yes. that demographic since yes everything was the same we just changed the name since 89 changed the name of the no since oh, 98 oh 98 <laughs> 99 <laughs> okay. 98 at the end of 98 we only started in the fall okay we played like we opened for Prism and then we played for uh played Halloween in uh, New Dayton. New Dayton? Yeah. What was that? And then New Dayton burned down. Oh. Is that a building? Yeah. And it's it a left room. It was a hotel. Whoa, that's so weird. Made it back to Lethbridge. Yes. Now that the Chevelles have come too. Yeah, but that's just the end of the story. That's the end of the. So we changed the name to the Chevelles in January or New Year's Eve, 2001. So starting 2001. Yeah. And have been the Chevelles ever since. Yeah. History lesson. So now we are on Plateau. 20 years later. 2022. It's the longest you've stayed with a band. Well, this band is really since the Beaumonts, I think, 98. Right? It's just three different bass players. Again. Yeah, always the bass player, eh? Always the bass. Tim and Scotty. Bob, the but we let Bob go. He didn't quit. Let him go. He didn't quit. Yeah. And, 
And now we're where we are. Exactly. Well, Joe, Joe's in the van, so I don't think he's yeah, gonna quit because he's yeah. he's the newest. So I don't think I don't think he's been around long enough to to exactly the desire to want to quit. Ooh. Tim Scotty. Anyways, okay, very good. Um, thank you, everyone, for enjoying this podcast. I'm gonna go now. Okay, we're at the car wash. Okay. to the end of this podcast. As always, stay hydrated and ride the wave.